Welcome to the Golden Hour Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Mays. We're here in the Polar Pro Studio. First off, if you're new to this podcast and you came from last week's episode with Chris Burkard, welcome to the Golden Hour Podcast. We're happy to have you here. We were so humbled by the response that we got with our interview with Chris. And if you haven't checked it out already, then definitely check out our interview with Chris Burkard. In this episode, we speak with Canon underscore photos, aka Ian Harper and Henry Nathan, who are entrepreneurs and photographers who have gathered almost 3 million followers on Instagram. In this episode, we talk about how to be a successful Instagrammer, how to build a business around photography, and what to not do when you're first starting out. Oh, and by the way, Ian and Henry are both from England. So their accent is really entertaining to listen to. Let's listen in. So we're with uh, Ian Harper and Henry Nathan. Thank you guys for being here on the Golden Hour podcast. No um, Thank you very much. You just got in from being in Mexico. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Tell me about that. What were you guys doing in Mexico? Um, so we were in Mexico for five days um, working with a hotel, producing photo and video content for them. Nice. Yeah, and it's quite a good stop over at LA, so... Coming to Cabo, it's on the west side. Yeah. Thought we'd stop over here for a couple of days, catch up with some friends. Was that your first time in Mexico or have you been there before? No. So um, we've got a relationship with this hotel group and we've done a few of their properties in Mexico. So that was our third trip since oh, wow. May. Yeah, so it's like <laughs> third Mexico. time in less than a yeah. year into Mexico and possibly going back next month. Yeah. Um, oh, sweet. Yeah. So it's a relationship we have. Well, I really love Mexico. Do you guys know yeah. uh, any Spanish? Un poco. <laughs> Hola, come on. I, I, I know nothing. Ian claims he, from his LinkedIn yeah, profile. Yeah, LinkedIn, I'm actually proficient in Spanish. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Does, do people use LinkedIn? I don't know. I never yeah. use it. No. I guess on the professional side, a lot of people do use LinkedIn. Yeah, um, yeah I guess we use it quite a bit. Just making yeah. connections and finding people. Yeah. Just to yeah. say I'm fluent in Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so to get things started, I want to kind of get a little backstory on the two of you guys. Uh, this is our first time having two guests on the show. Awesome. And uh, I think it's really dynamic. The fact that you guys are from Texas is great. <laughs> uh, just kidding. You're from London, right? Yeah, yeah, both from London. And you're living, where are you living in uh, London right now? Um, so we're based out of Shoreditch. Okay. Um, Ian lives up north of London. Yeah, I live north London near Highgate. Nice. If that means anything. Well, I'm sure yeah. <laughs> it doesn't, watching, doesn't mean anything know. to me, yeah. but I bet the you know some people might so, know that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, we work out of Shoreditch, and I'm living in Stratford, okay, uh, East London. Nice. Yeah. And how did you guys like meet each other? When um, was that? So it's a bit of a story. I don't know. I'll start the story. So um, I finished university and took a year out to travel. Um, went to South America with my brother, mm-hmm. um, and then yeah, was in an Inca Trail group with Henry so, yeah, was... and Henry's mate, and that's what a what trail. Uh, the Inca Trail the, in Peru. It's, oh, it's the... The, the walk to Machu Picchu. Oh, sweet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like a hike and you do it for over three or four days. Mm-hmm. And we happened to be in the same group. So I was traveling with a friend, just finished school. Nice. Um, it's just kind of like a blowout travel trip. Yeah. And yeah, we happened to be in the same group. We got on pretty well. Um, yeah, at first I thought Henry was like... I remember Henry was like on his phone looking for Wi-Fi in the Machu Picchu. <laughs> I was like... I had, like I, had no idea about, I had no idea about Ian Instagram was all new anything. to this world. And I was like... Damn, you were, you were fascinated about it, though. Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah, you yeah. being really fascinated about asking, wow, you're getting paid to post that. Oh, so like, you were already was, established yeah, at was, that point? Well, huh? it was early on. I was making like just quick money. I was yeah. at university. Actually, no, I, before I started university, yeah. but I had no full-time job. So yeah. uh, it was nice to get little paychecks from just the old sponsored post. Yeah. And you found that so fascinating. Yeah, I was just like, blew my, I had no idea that existed. Wow. So what year was that then? Was that, that like was 2010? 2015. 2015. Okay, so gotcha. It's not even like that old, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, no, so I mean, it's you know, almost it, 10 years now. 
And um, then, um... so yeah, we, <laughs> we met. So we met 2015. Traveled together for a bit for like two or three weeks in South America after the Inca Trail, um, and then we both went back to London to do one year at uni. Henry yeah. did his first year. I did a master's, and then after that, we kind of reconnected and gotcha. started. Yeah. So I did a year at university. Okay. But while I was there, I was getting a lot of opportunities uh-huh. uh, through Instagram, through other means, and um, I just didn't see the point in sending university at all. <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't learning anything. Yeah. The only reason would be to get a degree, and mm-hmm. I felt I'm always going to work for myself, and I want to build something across that. So um, were you studying like photography or I graphics was, or something? I was studying. It was called photography, film, and no photography, okay. film, and media. Nice, and it was. Quite academic, also. It was a lot of essay writing, which okay. I, had, I had no interest in at all. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I was very happy to leave. And then, we, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we built this business together. Uh, and yeah, that's kind of how we met. So, the business that you're referring to is is a CP Creatives? Is that what we're, we're talking yeah, about? That's, yeah. So, around CP 2015, Creative. you guys, or 2016? 2016 at this point. Gotcha. Um, so, you started CP Creatives. And that was off the back. So, the, the main fundamental part of it was the Instagram account. So, mm-hmm. I started Canon underscore photos uh, in 2012. So, hold on. How did you get permission to use the word Canon? Yeah. I mean, that's probably our most asked question. Like, what is the connection <laughs> with Canon? Yeah. And to be honest, there is no connection. There's no official <laughs> connection. I was. I saw some iPhone uh, pictures. On I mean, we post whatever. Drone, we post. IPhone. We yeah. post uh, Sony. drone, Sony, whatever. I mean, people get sometimes a bit funny yeah, about some that. Of, some diehards. Yeah, some diehards like uh, people that are really into Canon, like Canon yeah. fanboys. Like yeah. they always have a little word, but um, <laughs> yeah, it was because I was shooting on a Canon camera just at when yeah. I was at school, and my friend was shooting on a Nikon, Nikon. Um, and he started a page called, he, to be fair, he was first. He did start this page called Nikon underscore photography underscore. Okay. Not the best username ever. But um, <laughs> as a kind of, like, I, I was with a friend. Like, we were like, oh, that's quite funny. Why don't we start a Canon one? Kind of like to have a little joke about it. Yeah. And it kind of just blew and grew up. I was sharing my own work. I was also sharing other photographers that were shooting on Canon. And people liked, it was early on. So people liked getting their uh, name out there. So we were yeah. able to promote photographers. So it's kind of like an early <laughs> aggregate uh channel yeah. like it wasn't a thing really like no, it, it is wasn't now. and um we it's also awesome. provided like the exif data and settings oh, so cool. people could see that photo see what camera it shot on see all the exif data and then go and try and create a similar looking image so i think that's what nice. uh, people really loved about the page being inspired and then yeah it just snowballed uh from there yeah and when i think Ian enjoyed it was on 1.4 million followers so how quickly did you grow to 1.4 million is that in a um, year's time so from 2012 started from okay i think we then hit like four years four, but then it went from oh. 400k when it got to 400k it suddenly just really snowballed it was going up 125k a month or something insane and um yeah and it's still growing today and then we're on 2.6 million followers yeah um as of now it's ridiculous yeah <laughs> <laughs> you do, it is funny you we were talking about this earlier how you do just get so used to it yeah um it's like yeah. kind of secondary in our business now almost the social motion and the following mm-hmm. uh, we really try and stick on the creative and like that is our gotcha um like a bit. production yeah, we can production, get to that we, we'll get yeah. to that but so basically um ian when you got on board with uh with henry the the instagram was already moving mm. and then you started this company cp creative what does that stand for canon photos okay so, this, so i assumed it I was mean, the yeah, same yeah. we yeah, it's basically that. I mean, we just needed a name and yeah. like 
and almost like we try and get away from the canon yeah. aspect. Because, gotcha. And it's like keeping it there without people knowing, I guess. Yeah. But I, then you've also got CP Collective yeah. as well. Yeah. So maybe is, six months later, we started CP Collectives, which is a website yeah. um, aimed at the audience. So that's for the following. That's just blogs on photography, travel blogs, uh, okay. prints, presets for sale. Gotcha. That's, yeah. And yeah, I mean, going back to the the Canon, we do have, uh, we are in a good relationship with Canon because it is a mutual benefit. We've got their name, but there's also major mm. promotion for them. And we are the biggest Canon account in the world. So they really love More than their own. Do. Yeah. <laughs> it's more, well, they're such a global company. They have different regions, but the second biggest account, I think, is Canon USA. Who, yeah. Who have less than us, I guess. But we, we, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good relationship. It's not like um, bad relationship. That's amazing. And yeah. they don't mind that you post Sony photos. Well, yeah, don't tell them that. Hopefully <laughs> <laughs> well, they know now. Yeah. <laughs> we'll yeah, cut it out. <laughs> After their following was established and CP Creatives was created, they started looking for companies that would hire them to start creating content for them. That's the next step was sort of to pursue um, work with primarily tourism boards and hotels. Um, and yeah, that started in 2017 and then yeah, from then we started working with tourist boards, hotels, um, airlines, brands, and it was producing photography and video work for them, um, as well as being able to distribute it to our audience if they wanted as well. Yeah, exactly. Was yeah. that why you strategically tried to seek after travel yeah, things yeah, yeah, yeah. so you could then have the content for your account? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So that, you know, we could kind of use the audience as a hook to get talking. Beautiful. And I mean, it's relevant to the audience. Like a lot of people that follow us, are, the main interests are travel. Um, mm-hmm. So being able to promote, like uh, push out content that is very authentic, that people want to see anyway, instead of working with brands that not necessarily they have any connection to. Yeah. Um, it's the perfect option for us. Nice. So you've been doing that now for about 10 years. I'm just joking. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah, the last, the last three years. years. Yeah, almost three years now. Yeah. And it's just grown and grown. I mean, when we started... Uh, we'd be able to like put prices up just by getting the amount of clients we do uh, to now have um, the potential to work with a lot of bigger brands, which is amazing. Amazing. And when you're working with other people and you're reposting their images on, uh, like I saw Sam Calder was on it. Yeah. Um, like, are they? Do you have those connections, or do you just kind of rip from their channel and then post it, or um, and ask their permission? Um, or? Well, a lot of people that we post are friends that we have built up over the years of gotcha. the photography world that we can trust like it's a mutual benefit like they're providing content we're also majorly promoting them and we've actually helped a lot of photographers really grow um, because the page is a photography yeah um, that is one of the biggest focuses um a lot of people then want to go and follow the photographers uh yeah people yeah like- yeah so uh, i would say a lot of them are just people we know now but then there is still especially on the cp collectives there's like a feature submission and like hashtag mm-hmm. so sometimes people are featured via that as well but- cool yeah can we try and sometimes but there's a lot of amazing photographers out there that haven't necessarily got the following uh that we can then they can apply and if their photos yeah. are really great we can push it out and that's the best because then they get promotion rather than someone that's already very well known what are some things that you really like about each other and then we'll get to the things that you don't like <laughs> okay so starting with you ian what what's something that you love about henry That's quite on the spot question oh, yeah well i'll give you some time to think um yeah, i really I like henry well i mean <laughs> when i when i uh i graduated and you know henry 
invited me to get on board. Yeah, <laughs> so I guess I wouldn't be here otherwise. Um, and that was a generous thing to do because other people, you know, well, I wasn't the first person that approached Henry for this, for like to sure. work together. Um, but then um, I've learned a lot from Henry as a photographer um, and as a creator, being able to travel um, because I didn't study photography at school or uni. Mm-hmm. Um, Even so, though you say you didn't learn anything. Well, yeah, well, it turns out you don't learn <laughs> I mean, anything. You so. don't, I mean. <laughs> um, and yeah, I would say, um, it, it's hard to put into words, but Henry's got a, a much more of a kind of like let it be mm-hmm. when like when some things don't turn out. It's kind of more like oh, that's all right. It's pretty chill. It was, yeah, whereas I'm a bit more like mm, we now don't have a job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, like there have been times when we've missed out on some big jobs, and it's like oh, I guess it just wasn't meant to be. Um, yeah, that, that's that's like a, yeah, life is, uh, is life moves well. forward, right? Yeah. Like, things happen sometimes and yeah. sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. Every door that shuts means that there's an open one on the way, yeah. right? So. Um, exactly. But I think ultimately one of the, the best things about working together is we get on really well. Like bringing someone and on. Americans, that means that they like each other. Yeah. <laughs> you guys get along really well. Well, yeah. And no, I mean, like we, are, we I spend more time with Ian than my actual girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's very important that you both are on a level where you don't find each other really annoying. Um, <laughs> and it seems like you guys balance each other out too because there's certain traits that he has that, that you don't have and vice yeah, versa. I, th- I think that's what also is a balance. Like I'm definitely more on the more creative side, whereas Ian also has that, he's on the creative side too, but has that business element, element too, uh, which helps secure all the work. Yeah. Um, and that's been so beneficial for us. Like the amount of work Ian's put in to securing all these jobs and the time he's put into that has been key to the success Amazing. and where we are now. So wow. it's been, rather than bringing on someone that was just purely creative, mm-hmm. um, it's good to balance it out and yeah. have that aspect on board as well. Usually the people who have a little bit more of that business side too, like they show up to work on time, you know, which is like so valuable. <laughs> to be fair, yeah, Ian is very punctual. Time management. That's, that's another difference. I mean, <laughs> who's the who's the one that's on time then? You? Me. I you? mean... Oh yeah, no, I, mean, it, I have the same situation. No, with, uh, like, I thought my Connor. time management was not too no, bad. Your you time management's improving. Improving, like, yeah. you just get funny about me being like two minutes late. <laughs> like you like to be early. Oh wow, yeah, that's yeah. that's pretty strict. Yeah, it's, you yeah. got like a three-minute strict. It used to be strict, but then you relaxed. Yeah, that was like, I can't be off the anymore. <laughs> well, that's how I am. I'm like I I try my best to be on time, but I just I'm not. I it's like a weird mental thing, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. I don't think you get that and also being like self-employed almost like it gives you the option to kind of turn up when you want to work yeah, yeah exactly yeah. whereas yeah, in like still be there like 7am I know yeah yeah I know exactly what you mean <laughs> hey Connor what's up <laughs> Connor behind the uh, the computer he and I have a YouTube channel together and uh, he's very much on time which I love and mm-hmm. it, it helps me you know be better I'm, I'm sure no, exactly that's no, true but then also I'm, I have the same mentality. It's like, honestly, like we can do whatever we want. Like yeah. if we're an hour late, like we'll stay late or, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. or That's honestly, fair. what's great too is like the eight hour work day is kind of what people think and what they expect. But mm. sometimes it only takes four hours to get stuff done. Like exactly. just go home and take a nap. Well, sometimes what we do is, <laughs> especially working in London, we try and miss rush hour. I get mm. in later and then leave later. Yeah. yeah smart. I hate going in like rush yeah. hour, especially in yeah. London on the tube. Yeah. Awful. Yeah. That's the uh, subway, right? Subway. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. It's the subway. <laughs> <laughs> subway translation. So do you guys have an office space uh, in yeah. London? Yeah. 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 Yes. So we have an office in Old Street. Okay. Which we moved there in October. 
2017. Wow. 2018, 2018, yeah. I find like going outside of my home or even a coffee shop, it's nice to have a dedicated workspace. Yeah, yeah. It's, I, mean, it's, I think it's like helped a lot for like the internal professional feel and then yeah. also the external professional feel. We can now have people around have people for a meet. meeting and it's mm-hmm. not like, do you want to go to a coffee shop? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it just, it's helped. adds that kind of professionalism yeah. to it. And we've got other guys that are working with us yeah. back in uh, London that it creates like people where we can all gather rather than having <clears> to buy coffees and yeah. brownies every single day there's <laughs> so much money to them just like whining and dining everyone yeah, yeah. that comes in the doors yeah that makes sense um cool so uh we have a little segment here where we look through your instagram feed and i'm just going to ask you some questions sure um i'm going to start off with uh with ian because i have that pulled up if you're new here, this is a segment where we go through the guest's Instagram feed and we look at all the images that they've taken and we ask them the origin of that photograph. This is a very visual aspect of the show. So we do actually have a YouTube video of this podcast. So I would urge you to check that out on our YouTube channel on Polar Pro if you want to see the actual images. However, I will try my best to describe them to you here on the audio podcast. All right, where is this and what what is this here? Twenty first birthday, nice. Yeah, I was still shout out to my brother's twenty first. Oh, okay, I thought it was. I your... shot 20, 21 geese into the sky. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was just a weekend away with uh, my brother in Budapest at the beginning of twenty seventeen. Uh, it's a really cool city. Actually, we're hoping to go back this year for work. Um, Look at the description here. It says, uh, "Happy twenty first birthday." I still can't believe that one time when twenty one <laughs> geese flew by. Bro, you're like a magician yeah, with a Photoshop. Is that when you just start at Photoshop? Yeah, it's like just I was just Photoshop. learning Photoshop. So, oh, I can put another one in. <laughs> wow. Copy and paste. How many were there? Like two? Yeah, it's none actually. <laughs> yeah. Was there actually any on that? No, 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 none. Are there 21 people? <laughs> yeah, I should have got rid of the people. That would have made it a cooler photo. Yeah, <laughs> so, but where is this exactly? Uh, so this is in Budapest, uh, Hungary, nice. and um, yeah, they're outdoor it's baths. Like a hot spring? Yeah, hot baths. Bath? People like uh, Yeah, bathe? bathing with Hungarians. Yeah, it's a thing. It's like not, straight it's up. It's honestly like, not weird. It's it's normal there. Like straight up naked? No, no, no. With trunks or swimmers <laughs> or whatever you call okay. them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I asked Ian what one of his favorite shots ever was, and he brought me to this one, an aerial shot of these buildings in Barcelona. The buildings look like sushi rolls. It's amazing, really. So so this is my one good photo, Ooh. which is an aerial shot of Barcelona. All right, um, so... <clears throat> yeah, uh, so we Showing the grid system and how the city's built. Um, and I took that when we were working for Barcelona's tourism board back in 2017 yeah and the photo went completely viral wow it was spread probably like thousands of times front page of reddit it went mental this and picture I mean, right here yeah, it yeah. doubled your following like overnight yeah twenty three thousand likes on that one yeah. but did yeah. you post it on uh canon yeah i think we got yeah it was the most likes on canon for a while yeah, it went it went really crazy. And it, what's funny about it is when <laughs> it's a beautiful shot. It's a beautiful oh, shot. You. you took it. Yeah, I, it's, it's now you... on swimming trunks, a jigsaw, prints. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, no way. You've milked that. Definitely. You keep posting. I mean you posted. I posted it like seven times, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you posted it a lot. Like really you like, and also quite a lot of your followers are now from Barcelona. So every yeah, time you post I'm... a Barcelona shot, it does well. <laughs> So it's, this was taken uh, in 2017. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, for our audio listeners, like, it really looks amazing how gridded out the city was. I, w- I had no idea it was like that. Yeah. They're just like little kind of roundish 
I think that's squares. Not many people before this photo had really seen Barcelona yeah. that yeah. Um, like that before. Whereas a lot of people now take go out yeah, to like Barcelona so, and get a helicopter and get and do this and shot. or a drone. Yeah. yeah. Whereas I think no one had really seen that before, and that's what was so yeah. interesting about. But it. I used to actually live in Barcelona, which is why I kind of knew it looked like that. And oh, how, wow. and that's why we mm-hmm. I was made sure we had a helicopter ride when we worked with them because um, yeah, I wanted to. I didn't think I'd get anything good, but wanted to try and and also actually, yeah, it was, it was unfortunate because the day we went up, it was cloudy. It was there was no light at all. But no, it's out of the park. It was a funny story. It showed Henry the morning after I edited it. Uh I was like, what do you think of this? He was like, next. (laughs) (laughs) I I remember because it was like, I I think I just went from the flight. I was like, we didn't really get anything from that. Like maybe something we can just about post. And he showed me that. I was like, yeah, so probably we can put put it up. And then he put it up and then it just went. I think it's because I'd seen like what it looked like from the air because I was in the helicopter. Whereas I hadn't seen, if I hadn't seen that, I would have probably thought it was yeah. amazing. And now I look back and I go, yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah. And the 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 composition's great too. I mean, you've got a lot of nice line. Like mm. these diagonals are nice contrast and that's framed well. So yeah, I mean, you did a great job. Thank you. Very <laughs> nice. It looks like, it really does, when you kind of squint your eyes, it looks like sci-fi or something. Yeah, like, or sushi. People, a lot of people think it looks sushi. like sushi for some reason. I get that. Oh, I, get, I can see yeah, that. Yeah, that's cool. Um or Barcelona from or the Barcelona air. Barcelona from yeah. above, ideally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see some tropical stuff. Yeah, yeah. Those are some photos from um, the Philippines from last year. We had a two-week trip around the Philippines um, with their tourist board. It was a really good trip, really cool trip. Um, we hit up <clears throat> maybe seven or eight uh, locations around the Philippines that qu- sort of aren't quite as popular as... Yeah. The, mo- the most popular places and uh yeah it was a really good trip it was intense but it was good yeah we flew everywhere all across the islands we had yeah. like nine flights in internal um in 14 days but I, yeah it was our i think our favorite trip from last year um just the destination is absolutely amazing the landscapes do you guys have a youtube YouTube's. channel yeah um, uh, henry's got a personal one where a lot of this I, I have a youtube channel but i don't i think it's hard like it's hard it's hard to put in the amount of time to be it being a youtuber yeah. is full-time it, it really exactly is. and I, I can't put that amount of time into it yeah with all the travel stuff I'm just, I, you guys have such a great like if somebody just was following you around filming that's, everything. that's what we were yeah, like we, we started doing that. like vlogs yeah um and it just took up it kind of like took away from the enjoyment of Mm. um the travels because you're always trying to like put it on or, or yeah. like trying to act a certain way for yeah. the vlogs you're right or um, or just like i remember stuff where we would like have a conversation and it was like oh can we just have that conversation again or no with the camera and on? also <laughs> turn, turn the music on and off oh, from, yeah, that's what you yeah, hated yeah i was like oh. but it would like it does make sense and we try to yeah. do it but um yeah it just got too much but what we would like to do potentially in the future is have another kind of filmmaker on board that would yeah film if you just hired somebody full-time to do it yeah mm. I know. that's what we would look to do if we try to do it again and i would love to do more youtube stuff yeah like, i love doing like video and to be able to put it onto a like larger screen and larger format would be so so much fun but it's just it's the time do you know john olsen yeah yeah he's the first guy that comes to mind when yeah. i think of you guys yeah exactly and he has a full-time guy that can just yeah 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 but john's also very active in it too yeah. it's not like it, yeah yeah it's not very passive for him either yeah, sure but... it, they, they must they work very hard oh yeah like, yeah it's crazy it's crazy and there's different like we were just at ces last week and oh, yeah. we met uh marquez brownlee from oh, yeah. mkbhd mm-hmm. and like he had a posse of about four or five other guys yeah it's like a sound guy two shooters and wow. an editor i can imagine that i mean they're making a lot of money then 
you put it yeah. back into the channel to create more content just makes sense yeah and then even i have a shooter editor and that yeah. really helps like exactly. that's really Definitely. the key is having extra hands yeah it does work we, i really want to try and do that this is a shot of your feet hanging off of a helicopter. It looks like New York City. Yes. Um, I pulled this up, not necessarily, I mean, it's a beautiful shot. It's an amazing shot of the city. But I recently, for the first time, went on a helicopter with no doors in Hawaii. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was nice. fun. Yeah. Um, how the heck do you stick your feet out? The wind is like freaking insane. <sighs> you yeah, you need to wind. stop. Okay, so you tell, yeah. them, you tell them to hover, right? Yeah, you don't. We didn't stop. Yeah, we did. Did we? You can't, honestly, when we're going like fast... It's a your, your feet just goes. It's a river me. of wind. We're, I remember. We're I remember hopping. having to you really hold my. I remember having to really hold my legs straight. Yeah, I know, but honestly, we weren't hanging feet out when we were going fast. Fair, you're going like fair. eighty miles. <laughs> what do you think your legs do? <laughs> do we Snap off. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing. I've seen this. You know, this yeah. style of photo all the time. And I, I was like, oh, I'm gonna give it a try. I got my Yeezys yeah. on. I'll do it. Right. <laughs> that's cool. And uh, I was like, what the heck? This. I can't stick yeah, my got, hand out there. Yeah, my you, do, you, you, you definitely hover. So you have to tell yeah. the, the pilot, hey, can you hover for a yeah. minute? This specific, like these flights in New York are very photo orientated. So um, they're designed for photographers. Cool. And they, you basically have a mic and you can talk to them. Can we stop here? Yeah. Um, and Sweet. Yeah. Can I just get an Instagram photo here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when you were working with uh, trappers, uh, are you able to like work a deal with them and say like, hey, we'll post mm. your... It depends. Sometimes when we do tourism jobs, they might include in the itinerary a helicopter that they'll okay. be paying for anyway. Uh, this certain company, this is Fly Nyon in New York, who are a very popular um, helicopter tour company, and we've worked with them. Um, I've been on like three or four flights in New York with yeah. them, and they're pretty much the best. They're, those are like the original guys that do those doors off heli flights. Nice. And it's sick. It's amazing, really. Like drones are great but nothing yeah. beats like actually it's scary like it is scary but it is when you take away the camera and you realize what you're doing that's when you think i just want to land but <laughs> i know when as soon as you take photos you kind of just forget what you're doing exactly i actually i was doing a product shot uh shoot thing in hawaii and this is like i said it was my first time and like the entire time i was just taking pictures yeah. and i did not even think about being in the sky exactly. at all but like if I set the camera down and just look yeah. two feet over, I'm about to fall off and die. Uh, I, I find I, I'm not a massive fan of helicopters. Oh yeah, like, yeah. just a bit. I've just <laughs> I hear like that them. you hear like but... it's like you hear in the news quite often that a helicopter's gone down. <laughs> well, like if if something goes wrong with it, like yeah, it's not gonna you can't glide down. No, it's not like a plane. If the engine's cut out, you're still pro- probably gonna survive and land somewhere. Helicopter engine cuts out. I have heard apparently they can recover it though. If you like nosedive and at the last minute you build up enough speed on the propellers diving no down last yeah. minute just before you land, like pull it up and, yeah. then, it, and then you'll land. <laughs> but apparently <laughs> you're like very skilled. <laughs> very, very skilled. Yeah. Jeez. And they don't give you like parachutes or anything. No, you get a life jacket. I don't want a life jacket. I want a parachute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like we've got a sequence of Dubai images here. Yeah. Um, tell me about that, Ian. This is just a nice photo of, uh, of Dubai um what were you guys we, doing there we were staying with the jameer group uh in dubai for maybe three nights last mm-hmm. year um and also with the tourist board so that's yeah that's how we got that shot from the helicopter um and then this is um we headed out into uh the desert for this road that's partially covered by sand which is a really cool spot for photos um yeah, yeah it was a really cool trip it's an intense place really intense place dubai yeah it's like extreme how so 
well, I guess like the heat is extreme, the money is extreme, the like scale of the ta- the buildings yeah, is the extreme. Roads. It's just um, it's a it's cool a place. It's a cool place. place to experience for a couple of days, but I yeah. can't can't imagine living there. Yeah, yeah. it's right. like a like a playground for very rich people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, like, I, it's a curious country, isn't it? Yeah. Right, like yeah. it kind of didn't really exist not too long ago. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's, yeah, only in the last <laughs> twenty years. Yeah, like it's kind of blown up into what it is with all the money. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. That's just there's from pictures oil, right? of it. What it looked like, uh, like thirty yeah, years it's ago. Yeah, like this. If you go back to the desert shot, that's what kind Dubai of Dubai was it. thirty years ago. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just a desert. Yeah, and yeah. they've these roads. They've built They're the abandoned. roads, um, and then they will build like towns and cities around them they just like laid the roads in advance mm-hmm. it's just oh, like wow. the, scale, so, yeah, the speed and scale of like the building is those roads aren't actually in use the people, yeah they don't leave people anywhere. just go there to take photos pretty much okay for anybody listening by the way i'm this is an aerial image of yeah, <laughs> just a a nice <laughs> nicely paved road looks like nobody's even driven on it mm-hmm. and then sand is just blown all over it because nobody's using it yeah so they basically built an ecosystem of roads with the intention of building later? I think I believe so. so, yeah. I think so. That's Jeez. from our knowledge. Moving over to Henry's Instagram now, I actually found the first image that he ever posted of Ian on his profile. So here we go. This is in March 12th, 2015. This is the moment where you guys met, huh? Yeah. Fell yeah. in love. It sounds like that. This was it. the first, <laughs> first Instagram photo i got of ian and so I, this is when ian was like what what are you doing yeah, ian? Just like, put the camera Instagram. Down and have a look at machu picchu <laughs> yeah I, I don't know if you can see you can't really see from his photo but ian had a massive bushy beard yeah, i can yeah, kind of like see down here. like it was yeah it was pretty this great. is basically the the frame on this is ian from behind with a backpack <laughs> 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 and then uh, a giant mountain is that uh, so that's machu picchu machu picchu it's hard for me to say that it reminds me of uh, Mitsubishi, Mitsubishi, the car company. Oh, Mitsubishi. 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 Yeah. yeah. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, this is the trip. This is the, the moment. Trip, yeah. yeah. Right? Really cool that we found that. Yeah. Went all the way back there. It was so cool to find this picture of Ian and to kind of have a relic or a documentation of where Ian and Henry first met. The next image is a simple portrait of a person in front of a building with some really nice bokeh going on behind it. The conversation that we had about which lens Henry used is pretty interesting. I was looking for like some bokeh or something. There's bokeh here. Yeah. So I was using a lot of low f-stops just to kind of create that depth of field. So yeah, this was in 2015. So you're saying mm-hmm. that um, what what, were, what lens were you using? Was it the contact Zeiss or was it like the newer it was ZE quite, lens? Oh, I'm not, not an expert really on Zeiss lenses. It was a, quite an old one I got off of eBay. Cool. Um, and it was just look for the price. It was so much better than anything that you could get new. Yeah. Uh, and I really liked it. Like the Zeiss lens is also for video. Yeah. Were really, really nice. And at the time, the 5D Mark II was kind yeah. of the king of video. Yeah, exactly. And... Yeah, I used it all for video. Yeah. Uh, it's still a great camera. I mean. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. It came out in 2009. You can still get some amazing shots with the 5D. It's incredible. II. Yeah. I think it came out in 2008, but Ooh, I'm not. Can cut that. Not <laughs> I only remember because that's the year I graduated, and I remember that same really? summer. Really, 2008? Well, that's, that's over 10 years ago. That same summer, I uh, that that actually was actually was what actually was Yeah, um, that actually that summer is the summer that I started everything with my filmmaking that's and stuff. Sick. Like that year, that's I graduated, sweet. and we sold like our Sony camcorders and bought a 5D. Yeah. And like nice. we were the only people in town with a 5D. 
So it really took video to like that next up, like for, really for DSLR. Oh yeah. Um, well, I learned how to manually changer. do stuff. Yeah. Before then, I was just using camcorders mm. and just shooting on auto. Yeah. yeah. And even for photos too. Yeah. No, definitely. And full frame, like at the time too, that was like iPhone four, right? Mm-hmm. Like it was really yeah. iPhone three. To shoot yeah, on a full that's... frame camera, like the image quality was Unreal. bananas. <laughs> Except now with portrait mode, it, mm. it's kind of it's getting good. It's getting good. I know. I remember when we like, taking portraits with our phone, and we're like, oh, "This is about as good as the one D." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like, is there any point even using the one D? <laughs> <laughs> so when was yeah. that? I don't know. I think we both when got, portrait um, mode came yeah out. when portrait oh, mode I see. came out. Like it was pretty impressive. Like phones, so it's like if I, I feel like, like when people ask me for suggestions and advice on cameras to buy, unless you like want to be a full on committed to Lightroom, like photography and everything, if you're just like a more amateur and just like traveling, like the iPhones now are so good. You edit everything on your phone, shoot raw. Yeah, yeah it's like you, should, you can do so much. I, I mean, even you that. learn kind of yeah. on an iPhone, and like for composition, composition straight. Yeah, it's good. Kind of changes. There's no point in getting the most expensive camera before you actually know how to frame a shot and yeah, yeah, work it. So yeah, I think starting on an iPhone is a great. great if you tip. want to splurge, maybe buy an iPhone with like more storage mm-hmm. so you can hold more yeah. photos on it. Yeah, Definitely. maybe get the biggest one with the biggest battery. Yeah, they're so yeah. expensive now. Expensive. I know. I have they're the crazy. 10s Max. I really like really? it. But it was you know it was like 1,200 bucks. Yeah, yeah that's I, I've had. I used to get every single iPhone. Yeah. Up until like the 7 Plus when I did Sky, like decided like I don't really they, they're so good they now. even out yeah. you don't I've still got the 7 Plus oh really like 3 years old and it still works really well yeah and I think Apple are kind of losing a lot of money because people are feeling the same as me and it's not true. upgrading as much and China also is kind of going yeah. in the tubes with yeah. uh, a lot of stuff with mm-hmm. people aren't buying yeah. out there it's true Apple's going down. Yeah, it's sad. No, yeah, honestly, Apple could like make no profit for like a hundred years and still yeah, have a yeah, ton of money. Man. Everyone would be like, just give me another product. <laughs> yeah, exactly. As I was scrolling through Henry's feed, I actually noticed something about the location in which all of his photos were taken. You know what's funny is I don't see a lot of London pictures. Yeah, that's well, the thing. Like, yeah, the camera you... down when we get back to London. I don't think yeah. I've shot. Really, I don't shoot anything in London unless we're working for a hotel or something. I think I think it's the same here. Even like talking to people here, um, yeah, you, you, you like people like to travel and like they're not actually inspired by their own. It's kind of weird. Take your hometown for granted in a way. It's true because yeah. like I live right by the beach over yeah. here in the Laguna, which is like the most beautiful. And, like people area. from London, if you said come over here, it'd be like a dream to photograph. But yeah. um, for people that live in your desert, like your place, yeah, it's not necessarily that exciting. You've seen it so many times. It's true. You, take, you totally take it for granted. And I'm new to this area. I'm from Nashville, Tennessee, oh, yeah. originally, which is pretty far away. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, being by the ocean, it's like it's yeah. amazing. It, but I'm already kind of like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> you get used to it. <laughs> it's true. Okay, so this is an image of two beautiful women in this, or girls in this, uh, it looks like Jamaica. Is that right? Yeah, so this is Jamaica. So tell me about your time in Jamaica um, and what you're doing there. So I've been lucky enough to be I've gone to Jamaica quite a lot over my life. Well, we went there first when I was very young and kind of fell in love with the country. Uh, so I've been back every single year since I was like five. Really? Uh, so yeah, I know the country very well. And this was um, in the northern part of Jamaica, a place called Roaring River. And we were driving back um, after a tour, I think we did. And these um, girls were just walking along and I jumped out of the van 
and they were very. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> hey, get in my van. Get in my yeah. van. No. Uh, so I, I, I got out of the van. I saw them, and they were very, ha- very happy, and they wanted their yeah. photos taken. They were loving it, posing, oh, yeah. doing all sorts Cute. of poses. Wow. Um, and if there's a few more, if you um, go from the side, I think it's the other way. Um, there was there oh, was quite cool. a lot of these. It's a picture of yeah. uh, the girls are actually in the background. Looks like yeah. there's another boy here with a batman shirt yeah, and that's from the car the yeah. yeah so you're driving away that's a great little sequence there i love these that's these cool. are beautiful the people just look yeah. really genuine and really yeah, sweet he's very happy um but yeah i love jamaica well i actually had some questions that came to mind when we were looking through them uh and <clears throat> since you work with so many other photographers often with the with the main giant mm-hmm. instagram uh yeah. account like, what are some things that you look for and things that you recognize being unique in this travel photography space? Because I feel like a lot of times uh, this style and this genre can get very similar. Yeah. What are you looking for and what are things that you you try to accomplish with your own photography that makes you stand out and make you unique? Um, well, Henry and I, I don't know if this is completely answers the question. Henry and I, a lot of the trips we do kind of aren't to the Instagram hotspots uh, deliberately so we work with countries like estonia or south australia um the philippines where we went to lesser known destinations and i think for us it's it's really good to go to places where, that we haven't seen a million times and try um and kind of creating the content in these places yeah, seeing something fresh especially fresh that yeah. we haven't seen as opposed to going um to bali and to go or like to a place where there are so many Instagram hotspots and everyone's been there. We've seen it a thousand times and it's kind of, yeah. I don't know. And I so think locations, yeah, finding unique yeah, locations. Yeah, See, and, unique and for featuring stuff on the page, yeah. seeing something unique and fresh is always more attractive. Um, regards to like composition, I feel like there's a very um, kind of um, like certain style that you have to follow really on it's like Instagram a genre right? it's a genre yeah. like social media photography is a whole different uh ball game to normal traditional photography from shooting in portrait like, that's one of the most important things we look for like mm. and when shooting now is always in portrait to fill up the screen it'll be more engaging to have a very clean image and that's uh like the long yeah, so up and long, down yeah so version. we wouldn't even consider posting something that's not in portrait um and also just a very sim- simple image does very well sometimes and it's leading lines. If there's lines that lead into the image, people are more likely to stop. And it's it's funny, but you've got to think about these things if you want the image to do well on social media. To draw that um, viewer in, it really helps having su- the composition leading the viewer in. And some of the, the, like some images that are kind of a bit funny do so well just because... Funny? Funny, yeah. Like, yeah, like what? Not funny funny, but like just not... <laughs> that stunning just because they have that leading line composition mm-hmm. also more saturated images do do better um we look out for as well not overly saturated but to have a bit more color definitely draws in uh people like a thumb stopper as you would call it thumb stopping content so that's that's scrolling with yeah, your thumb and then stop stopping, yeah. yeah yeah and exactly. then double tap double yeah tap. that's what you're looking for yeah but there's definitely I feel styles and edit and color schemes that come in and out of kind of what's popular. Yeah, like a couple like of years sure. ago, the Visco yeah. like yeah. faded look was so in, that and now yeah. now I I think it's, it's still there, but yeah. it's a little bit more mm-hmm. saturated. I think yeah, there's certain people that these big creators that shoot in a certain style have their own style that then gets very popular, and then people copy and adapt, 
and that's kind of happened. I feel like the, the style now people are following is that kind of Jordan Hammond. I don't know if these are just uh, creators. Emmett Sparling. These kind of creators people are seeing and trying to almost copy. But that's kind of the leading style on Instagram, I feel, at the moment. Do you agree? Yeah, I'd say those two guys have had pretty big influence in how a lot of other people edit. Yeah. <laughs> like, we get a lot of people sending photos, and I'm like, is this yours? <laughs> like, <laughs> I've seen this before, and, like, mm-hmm. the colors are so similar. Um, and no, it's not just the colors, but, like... Yeah, and that's the composition. kind of edit as well. Yeah, Do you guys realize that, in a way, because you have such a huge following... Uh, and you've built this reputation uh, that you're you kind of are trendsetters in a way. Have you thought about that? Like the things that you guys are choosing yeah, that you have, yeah. like oh, I like this style. Like you maybe not are thinking about it, but you're picking a certain style that you like over cer- other ones. Are you just? Do you like to go against the trend? Do you like to go with just what you intuitively think is good? It's a combination. Like sometimes, I mean. Some days of the week, we will post content just because we know it will do well on the page. And then other times we'll post for sort of the more of a the people, yeah, more of a reason or the people in the audience that like really appreciate the photography as opposed to. Yeah. There's a difference. I feel engagement. like uh, the actual hardcore people that view the page and are interested by it are the ones that engage where you can post what you really enjoy and they'll still engage. It might get less likes, but that's because it's not getting that thumb stopping mm-hmm. random followers because um, it is an art form and like art shouldn't be the same all the no. time right like art is supposed uh, to I be think we probably sometimes do encourage a certain style as well because we are sharing yeah. these creators and we are one of the biggest photography pages in the world probably that we probably forget and that probably is having an impact on what yeah. people see and what people like and it's amazing yeah. what are some things that you recommend to somebody starting out like what are some ways to get noticed and to to grow um I think I think the practice practice I think <laughs> I think the main thing yeah. and the overriding thing is the quality of the content. Um if you believe in yourself, you don't get caught up in the numbers. I think that's the problem. People start Instagram and then realize they're not growing, then they're not motivated. But just to be at your own pace and do what you love to do. Shoot what you want to shoot. Don't try and copy someone too much. Um and if it the more you practice you will get better and then people will start to see that and then in the long run you will build up a bit of a following. But I, I think the main advice is don't worry about the following. Like brands yeah. work with photographers they want to work with on the quality of the content. Mm-hmm. Um, and also try and early on team up with brands that you really like and just try and do like, get them to see if they can send you some stuff and just practice by doing that and just building up that kind of brand um, awareness and knowledge, would you say? Yeah, I mean, if you want to improve at something, you have to just put a lot of time into it. Yeah, no, I think it's that's, not massive. It's not going to be really. quick and easy. You can't expect to pick up a camera and yeah, of course. get paid to travel. But uh, if the dedication and time and patience, a lot of patience, really. Getting into the like nerdy stuff, like do hashtags matter? Do yeah. the composition things that you're mentioning matter? Um, I think so. If you want to grow and be a, a... It's such a hard one because like, you want to say, just do what you love, go and shoot what you want to do. But there is a certain formula you you do need to do to grow. And it is by using hashtags, you shooting in a certain style. Um, yeah. Like, it's we, hard it's, like, I, don't, I don't like encouraging it, but yeah, there is a formula to grow. And um, I think using hashtags is important. Which, to be honest, like I'm not like... I know I started the account and everything, but we actually now have like this little whiz kid, Stefan, who is so good and knows everything about Instagram. And if we have any problem or like anything we need to ask, can we do this? What's the right thing to do with hashtags? 
he will answer it and clean it up. Like he's so yeah, he good. Told me, I posted a photo today and he told me off of the bad hashtags. Yeah. I was what like, did oh, you sorry, do? Stefan. <laughs> um, yeah, cause yeah. We, spell, we post so on the main page uh, there's a team of us that we four of us post so I have Monday and Tuesday Ian posts on Wednesday, Thursday and then one of the other guys posts the remainder of the week uh, so it helps split it up because even we post three times a day it takes a lot of thinking and like you want to post the right stuff or the page will just get less engaged yeah. you've got to keep it up and it's hard to keep it up when you've done it for so long yeah. And you're not maybe that excited about posting. Yeah. So, yeah. I totally understand on a smaller scale. I, like I said, I run a, a YouTube channel and we just talk about gear. And mm-hmm. so like every once in a while we just get kind of burned out. Yeah. You know, it's the same thing. It's doing the same thing. I think it's good to mix it up. Definitely try something new sometimes. Have you been to the Masai Mara before? I have actually. Yeah. Yeah. I've been, I went once and stayed in a tent in the middle really? of the Masai Mara. Oh, it was wow. amazing. Yeah. Do you have any crazy wild? Yeah, a yeah. Uh, hyena broke in to no, our it, camp. Yeah, no way. Yeah, the the local like shoot him away because he's a Maasai, so he's yeah. like, that's BA. scary. Yeah, but, like I woke up to the sound of a lion like, as an alarm clock. Oh, I thought I'd wake that. up. Plans for 2019. We kind of talked about it, but yeah. just kind of tell me like what you guys are looking at moving forward with everything. Yeah, so the last two years we've we've had a fair amount of work but a lot of the work has been one-off project to project um and that's something we're trying to change now to do no more one-off jobs with anyone um to either do retainers or commit to multiple collaborations because i think we just prefer working with sort of fewer clients but really understand one another better yeah Um, and also yeah Mm. it's just it just makes sense for everyone i think because they ended up getting more value because we know their product better we know the destination and their brand better and can communicate it better and also our audience their understanding of the destinations deepens with each time we go there so um that's one thing for 2019 and then the other thing is get to the point where we're in a position to have you know other creators on a much more serious basis doing work for us for canon uh yeah, just for CP creators. So CP. just have... So we can send them out like to do gotcha. jobs um, under our like, kind of management. And one of us would go or it just hopefully get to the point where we can't actually do all the work ourselves physically. Yeah. Uh, and we can kind of head up everything from London. It's setting you up for being an uh, old married man with kids out the house and yeah. living no, in your house and just letting people do it. Well, yeah, I still love the travel work. So, <laughs> I mean, I mean, uh, you're only 24, yeah. 22. 22. 22. So I, like, I mean, at it's the not moment, like you're. I'll take all the travel, kind of. You're not ready to retire anytime soon. No, definitely so. not. No, it's very exciting. I think we're only just getting started. Each year, we've grown, expand more. Uh, companies working with bigger budgets, so it is an exciting time. And I think 2019 is going to be a great year. Yeah, I think a lot of people, the more Instagrammers that I've interviewed, which is it's ironic that I'm doing so many interviews with Instagrammers. I don't like. I don't use Instagram at all. Yeah. Like I don't know any of this stuff. I'm a YouTuber. Yeah. Uh, similar mm-hmm. but it's different um like a lot of the guys i'm talking to like they're making a living doing what you're doing which is they go do brand deals but then they take like three pictures for themselves yeah. put that on their account but then thousands of pictures of a moment watch or whatever yeah right like is that how you guys do it at this point you guys have such a huge following compared to a lot of people i've talked to but yeah um yeah, I mean, we wouldn't be take we first of all we don't work with many brands because a we prefer to work with destinations um and b because some of the some brands 
feel there's a bit of a clash because there's a brand in on in the Instagram name. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, what you see that we distribute on our social media is a kind of a fraction of the work that we would produce for the client. We, I mean, we would always deliver more typically, stuff. Typically, yeah. for example, these hotel jobs, we deliver 50 to 100 photos, uh, sometimes less, sometimes more. And then we uh, post two or three pictures on our big page and we do Instagram stories um, just to have that kind of more bloggy style kind of aspect to it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and then one video. Uh, for them and i think the video is the the biggest thing uh especially with these hotels is that's what they like want a promo do. for their site it's, kind of thing? it's like yeah it's so not some just of the, the hotels, classic so. promo it's more of like a i guess young cool promo quite a lot of these hotels use com- big like commercial so companies you're saying to is come uh, in. handwritten animations with spinning <laughs> yeah, like, transitions yeah, it, and... it's a bit well not quite like that but it has <laughs> a bit of a I'm just exactly thinking that. of Sam Calder yeah, in my it's, head. It's, like it's a bit of a young <laughs> I guess like we're in it sometimes as well. It just adds a bit more personality yeah. to the video. Because some like hotel brand videos are so boring. No one really yeah. watches it. Where it's trying to make them a little bit more exciting, but also show off the hotel to the mm-hmm. best possible in the best possible way. So what like for somebody who's starting out who wants to do this full time, like like you said, not to worry about the followers but there are some practical things to to do if you want to actually make money. Mm-hmm. Like, what what would you give advice to somebody? I, you know, again, I'm setting you up with like a really basic question here. But like, I think it's work with what you've got in the in your local area as well. Working with friends, as I was saying, like I started out doing music videos with uh, friends from school. Uh, I think doing as much of that as possible to build up your skills, and then that's also you can use that as a portfolio to then reach out to other brands. Totally. Um, I think it's just do as much as possible. Yep. Uh, and then start reaching out to brands you like um, and just see what they say. And some will say no, some will say yes. But if you're patient and do it enough. Yeah. Yep. Very I, good I advice. I think um, my take would potentially be just focus on who you can actually add value to mm-hmm. rather than yeah. kind of look at it from that way around. Like where, who could I actually help with what I've got and then reach out to them. So and just just focus on where you can add value if you're starting as opposed to like how can i make a billion pounds yeah people are gonna like, like yeah just focus on like that for, for example you might even like your local cafe or something you might see they might need some promotion or a new video that video is an option and just go in there go look i do this um would you be willing to charge this is what i do and just talking to people like that and just signing off just gaining some yeah. experience is the best way forward i think i think a lot of people need to be self-aware enough too to realize that like a lot of those things that you're saying are very kind of entrepreneurial traits that mm-hmm. are very natural to people who are entrepreneurial maybe people who don't think that way should look at some business books or yeah. things like that too because that mindset is so self-employed mindset and i've always been like that my dad's like that i'm like that but i'm learning that like so many people aren't yeah especially even a lot of creatives honestly they just want to create art they don't yeah. know how to seek after that stuff so yeah. it just takes it does just take a lot of work uh, behind like we used to like if you look at the brand kits and the proposals we were doing for companies 2 years ago it's like almost embarrassing compared to what we mm-hmm. do now we just learn from doing it so much and just getting that kind of perfect uh, pitch together over the years yeah it just I was, and also kind of yeah add focus on where you can add value to people and work out who you are and what you're good at and then kind of double down on that so we henry and i 
have it over the last couple of years experimented with some things and some of it's worked, some of it hasn't. But at the end of the day, we know what we're good at and that's what we try and focus the like where mm-hmm. all of our energy on because that's you know that's what we're good at yeah <laughs> and yeah, if i was if i was starting out i would um i would i would say yeah what are you good at what do you want to do and then market that i think the last question i want to ask you guys are you still shooting on canon cameras is this on the record <laughs> uh yeah we are yeah, we yeah. actually are yeah we okay actually, like um even a lot of sony people out there know, these days so. i know it's actually it nothing to, to do with I don't think the Canon page because I actually one stage did have a Sony. I used the Sony A7 uh, S and the Canon 5D yeah. as a combination because I loved the like, S. The low light's insane. Yeah, it was amazing and it was really really good. And I used the 5D. I still preferred the 5D for photos. Yeah. And then the 1DX Mark II came out and that kind of changed nice. the game. Great conversation, guys. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for having us. Yeah, thank We're you. gonna have to come back and maybe a year later and see how yeah. 2019 yeah. was. That does it for my interview with Henry and Ian. I would like to thank them again for being on the Polar Pro podcast. Make sure to follow them on their Instagram, henry.nathan and Ian Harper. And if you want to check out their business, Canon underscore photos is an amazing profile to check out and really learn from because they are crushing it and they're able to grow a business off of this profile. So definitely follow Canon underscore photos and be a part of that community. Again, I'm so humbled by this audience that is here listening to this podcast. Thank you for listening all the way to the end of the episode. It really means a lot. If you are not already subscribed to the podcast inside of iTunes or your podcast player, then make sure to hit that subscribe button. We post every single Tuesday. We have some amazing guests coming up. Also, if you would like to help us out, leave a review. A five-star rating would be amazing. I'm not telling you what to do, but a five-star rating would be nice. And a little comment just telling us what you like about the podcast. Those reviews actually really help with the algorithm and all the kind of nerdy stuff with podcasts. So it would really mean a lot to us if you would take the time to do that if you're a fan of the show. Once again, I'm Dave Mays. This is the Golden Hour Podcast. See you next Tuesday.